How are you, mate? I'm doing all right, Bob. How are you? Yeah, good. Hanging in there, yeah. Cool. Um, October 14th, 2020. I'm Mike Hogan. You're Bob Nastanovich. And you're all joining us. You're in Portland. Portland. I'm in Portland. You're in Des Moines. And welcome. Yeah, Des Moines. Yeah, the incumbent president. Um, He was here four miles from my house um, for three or four hours to do one of his wildly irresponsible rallies, which essentially these pro wrestling events, um, this is on the tarmac of our airport. Mm. Um, yeah. So well, yeah, four miles from my house. I yeah. say the less we talk about the incumbent president, the better. Uh, well, I mean, it's just like, you know, I'm just letting you know what's going on in Des Moines, but like <laughs> right now we, old man winters, like, you know, blown, blown in. You know, right. So. I, I heard some wind in the background there. We might get a little wind if you're outside. You'll hear plenty of that. Yeah, we'll hear Sorry, plenty, we'll, we'll plenty wind yeah. from your end. Um, and welcome everyone. Sorry about that. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for Don't thanks for joining. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for supporting us as always. Yeah, three songs pod, man. Three That's songs right. pod. We've got a lot of we've got a lot of dedicated listeners, and I wanted to just take a moment to thank everybody for that, and thank you for the support, and. The really, really nice people. reviews that people write on iTunes. Very patient people. Very yeah. patient. Yeah. So thank you. Um, and we're here to play some music for you. We're, we're here to play. Uh, it's nice. So there's your wind. I hear it. Um, uh, I'm playing three artists that you're not that familiar with. And you're playing, I think, a th- well, you're pl- you're going to play four artists. Um, I got a bonus track. I'm you're, you're, you got a bonus track. A quick but, revisit. But, a quick revisit to uh, Gil Scott Harris. It's always worth visiting Gil Scott. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, he needs no introduction. You're you're playing uh, three artists that I'm not that familiar with, and that's kind of the premise of the show. We're sharing music that each of us have not really heard, or the other has not really heard, and hopefully. Um, We'll find some stuff we like, and you guys listening will, will, will agree. So I'll start it off. Yeah. I'll start it off with a yeah. band that's been around, boy, going on 35 years now. Um, they're a band from New Zealand, as uh, you and I both are quite big fans of. And their first LP, or actually first EP, they released a five-song, 12-inch EP in 1986 on the great flying nun record label um this is a band called what a great what a great great label what a great label i mean there's (laughs) very little on that label that i've heard and not loved and um this is a band called dead famous people uh their first ep they're back they're they're back. back their first ep was called lost persons area um 1986 they put out an album in 89 then they had a long long hiatus of nearly 20 years and just a few weeks ago came out with a brand new record on the um 
equally great fire records um, out of yeah, London. Yeah, about like a Spaceman Three level li- label. Yeah, I mean they've put out they put out Halo Benders, the television personalities. They've put out all kinds of really great. Um, it's less, out of London. Out of London, exactly. Um, Teenage yeah. Fan Club, um, Built to Spill, um, just a really good. Kind of not very high standards. When you talk about a lot of record labels that have been around for a long time and released consistently good records, um, Fire Records is not one. Like none in fire. Yeah, you you don't. I at least I don't hear them mentioned as much as like Domino or Big Cat or Drag City, but they're I, I would say right up there. So new album, Dead Famous People. Uh, and I really, really, really dig it. I, I, I just got it and been playing it a lot. So I'm going to play a song from it. It's called, uh, the album is called Harry. And this is a song called The Goddess of Chill. Harry, like as H-A-I-R-Y? Yeah, Harry is in like uh, the gentleman's name. H. Oh, yeah, Harry, like, yeah. H-A-R-R-Y. Like Harry Redknapp. That's right. Um, So yeah, this is a song from it. It's called Goddess of Chill.
There you go. Oh, the goddess of chill, like, that sounds, it must be a very pleasant person. <laughs> right? I, I would like to meet the goddess of chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, where's the goddess of chill? <laughs> I don't Aside know. Aside from, like, the one who's blowing in, you know, the cold winds tonight, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, like, right. hey, like, let's chill. Right. I mean, like, well, it's almost it... like, uh, it was, I mean, like, New Zealand music has, like, always been, like, mood music to me. And not like, does that sound a lot different from their 80s stuff? Um, not really. I mean, I think it's, I have kind of, you're sort of putting me on the spot because I've been listening to this new record, but I haven't listened to their old stuff in quite a while. But from what I remember, it was kind of along the same lines, you know, that. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like it could have been made like in 1987, like they just discovered it as opposed to be, it being new. Right. You know what I mean? No pun intended, but um, especially with that song, it's, you know, right in the, the alley of the chills and, um bands like that you know even even the clean um but like a kind of a lighter sound than what the clean had at times um but just just a nice pretty pretty song pretty album pretty pretty songwriting and uh just a fun little record so check oh, it out I just, think, I just think it i just think it sounded like really pleasant but it took me right back to 1986 you know like <laughs> well, is that a bad thing which i'm happy to be there i'm happy no exactly i'm really happy to be there yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, so. so I I enjoyed it, and there, you cool. know there are certainly when we talk about New Zealand bands and even bands on the Flying Nun label, um, I, I think Dead Famous People are not really the first ones to come to mind. So it's nice that they're 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 having to go at it again. They're putting out good new music, and um, you know maybe they'll, this this will get some attention. Yeah. They're flying the flag. They're flying the flag. That's right. 25, yeah. 35 years later. Yeah. Yeah. And like, let's keep it going. Let's keep right? the vibe no, going. 25 that's years like later. like really positive. I can't do math tonight. 25 years later, right? No, 35 years later. Yeah. No, no, 35. 35. Come on now. Okay. Where's your math skills? You know, you're a brilliant handicapper. <laughs> I don't know if I'd you go know. that far, but... Um, yeah, and it's been uh, nearly 30 years since their last record. Their last LP came out in 91, so and it was recor- well, welcome back. recorded in 89. So, you know, I mean, they had a 31-year hiatus between LPs, and it's, you know, they just hit the ground running. Like, nothing, no time had passed, so. Uh, they're still cooking. Donna Savage, lead singer, vocalist, uh, lyricist. More power to her. Yeah, fantastic. Anyways, I'm going to take us to Amsterdam. Beautiful. You've been there. I have. It's been a while. Yeah. But I've yeah. been there. Yeah, good you, city. 2018. So this is a, this is like Anatolian rock, you know, which means like it's like a combination of like Turkish Turkish folk music and rock music, and in this case with Alton Goon, who I'm going to play, they. They're psychedelic, okay? And, like, this song is Gochadunya, and the words are in Turkish. Gochadunya means big old world. And uh, this song is off their album, On, and it's called uh, Gochadunya by Alton Goon.
tight like you talked to, um, earlier like throughout the previous um, 131 episodes about things that are like highly produced that obviously is highly produced sure but it sounds it's, I mean it's, it's like not like so slick that it turns you off though it just sounds no like, yeah yeah it's I, I really enjoy that yeah so uh, tell me a little bit more about them. So uh, how long have they been around and how many records? Oh, not long, like five okay. years. And they just toured the U.S. in 2019. Thank God they got that in. I mean, right. like, you know. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know how many shows they did. Imagine they played all the major cities, but like they're a big deal in Amsterdam. They're okay. a big deal in Europe. Um, so again, a band that obviously would have been kicking ass this year that didn't have the chance. And um, I would bet that know, that's pretty cool live. Do you ever get a chance to see them? Yeah, I think they go with no, no. I think they go with like um, seven, eight pieces at least. Um, I mean, there's a lot going on there and uh, great singing, you know, and everything I've heard is really cool. So sounds uh, cool. At the same time, um, I do want to mention this. You mentioned like um, great labels. Like I'm very pleased to announce that uh, M.D. Boxhar is now uh, going to put out a record on uh, Matador Records. <laughs> He's your label mate now. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's the best, you know, band I saw last year. And I don't know if I mentioned to you, but our, our rock club, uh, uh, we had to come uh, come to an end. Uh, Vaudeville Muse, our lo- local independent rock club, mm. uh, just like many in Portland, um, uh, they, they're going to close their doors. And <sighs> um, it's like, you know, the club here where I saw Jeffrey Lewis and M.D. Mokhtar and just last year and about 70 other bands over the last 13 vaudeville muse is gone so um i did uh, buy a racehorse uh last week um, hopefully you'll be a racehorse is a yearling and um i named him uh, vaudeville muse as a tribute to the club but uh i don't know what any of this has to do with alton goon but uh <laughs> the the young lad's looking all right you know so we'll see we'll take it from here you know it's great the by Jack Milton out of a wild gun mare, you know, so we're on, you know, uh, we'll see what happens and uh, take it from there. But, you know, it's just uh, Alton Goon is like uh, just one of these things that, you know, caught me like, uh, again, I've mentioned like in a rather boring fashion that um, over the last like 150 days, I've had to drive back and forth from Altoona to Des Moines for work. And that's over now. So mm-hmm. I'm back in the unemployment ranks and uh <laughs> that means and uh, more podcasts <laughs> yeah 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 it'll be more podcasts and um i'll have to bring them inside um <laughs> well maybe yeah i mean ideally like uh and i hope the high winds aren't ruining this one but uh yeah. it's just you know it's an interesting it's an it's, it's always you're employed like so it's, it's just always interesting to be on the sidelines you know like Right. It's um it's unnerving and mm-hmm. um we'll just see how we get through. We got a bunch of new releases coming out on Broker's Tip. We got the new Quattrosana test pressing of their twelve inch EP today. It'd be the first twelve inch that the label's putting out. Sounds great. First and, first uh, one since the Pale Horse Riders. Yeah, 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 yeah. First since the Pale Horse Riders, yeah. Was, which which I still own a copy of. Yeah, you're one of like a just Maybe like 300 people. <laughs> uh, you know who else has one? Eric Bartlam. We didn't mention that when he was on the show, but he, he has a copy as well. Hopefully he paid. You know, it's just crazy. Um, <laughs> but uh, the tip is, you know, I've got I've got a million new T-shirt. I've got new um, T-shirts that are purple with white ink that it's they say bring on 2021. Uh, yeah. i got to get you a new shirt so you can model it. Um, I will. And Oh. As you look after your children on your computer. <laughs> I will I so. will I will take pictures wearing proudly wearing my broker's tip t shirt. 
and my broker stock yeah, yeah. hat, which I still don't own. So send me one of those. What um, do you have? What colors do you have? Because there's only a fifty of those or something. I don't. I don't have one. Send me one. I'll wear it. Oh, you don't have a cat? I don't. You got to cover up that dome, dude. Yeah, no shit, huh? I never like. I never go to the store. I, ne- I never go anywhere without a broker's tip hat. On. Right. Well. I, yeah, I'll get you one. What I, colors? Do, what are your favorite? That's an interesting question for you, Mike. What are your favorite colors? Oh, I guess I don't know. Kind of blues and browns. They name. Yeah, yeah, like blue and brown. Sure, yeah, that's cool. I feel like blue yeah. and brown go well together. Yeah. You know. Well, you know what? I mean, I mean, those are Emma Berry's racing colors. So <laughs> they'll be pleased to hear that. <laughs> go, go, Emma Berry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, one of our finest listeners that's know. right that's right new yeah. market yep across the pond speaking speaking of across the pond so I'll, I'll i'll throw things over to to the uk i'll throw things over to london um i'm going current you played something from 2018 i played something i started the show something from 2020 this is also from 2020 um this is a current duo in London called Bob Villain, like like Bob Dylan, but with a V instead of the D. It's like if I'm spelling my name to like the insurance company yesterday, I go N is a Nancy, <laughs> yeah, A is an Apple, S is in Sally, T is in Tony, A is an Apple, <laughs> N is a Nancy, O, V is in Victor, I, C is in Charles, H is in Henry. Yeah, so this is Bob. So how many times have you ever had to do that in your life? Never. Never. You never I mean, had to do that. Like Mike Hogan, you never had to go with like not really. Mike, H is in Henry, O is in Orange, G say, is in Giraffe, I'll A is in I'll just say, Apple. yeah, H-O-G-A-N, and if they can't figure that out, then, you know. I, I think know you should that. change your name to Mike Hogan with an M on the end. Yeah, that would be weird and confusing. That should be your artist name. <laughs> DJ, that's DJ Mike Hogan. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. I, I thought I was Banksy. I mean, I no, you were Banksy. That was you. But that was Tom Foolery. <laughs> I already got that going for me. Um, but yes, that was Mike Foolery. Speaking speaking of of pseudonyms, we got Bob Villain, which is which is made up of two guys who go by the name of Bobby Villain, one with a B O B B Y and B O B B I E. Um, and they just kind of make uh, noisy. So what's this from? This is now. This is now. This album. This is from an album called "We Live Here," that came out this year uh, on vinyl. It's it's put it's, it out. Put it out. It's been it's been pretty hard to come by. Um, they've pressed a few cop or a few different uh, pressings on vinyl, and they all sell out pretty quickly. So hot um, ticket. It's a hot. It ticket. is a hot ticket. And I, you know, I don't really know how to describe this. It's kind of in your face, sort of punk, sort of rap. Uh, it's, I'll put it this way: it's kind of what I wish Rage Against the Machine were about when I before I ever heard Rage Against the Machine. Um, Interesting. The funny thing about that, as you before you before you played Bob Dylan, is that have you ever planted a tree? A uh, long time ago. Long, long time yeah. ago. I planted a tree the other day, and this is how windy it is. A leaf off of the tree just blew from the front yard all the way around the house into the podcast studio. Nice. It's a yeah. sign. 
the trees, the that, trees saying hi and saying thank you for giving me life. Yeah, yeah, more <laughs> oxygen. That's right. Bob Villain. What's Bob, the name of the track? Bob Villain. This is called Endlin, or sorry, England's Ending. Uh, it's in your face. Yeah, I think Scotland's I about to go independent. England's Ending by Bob Villain. Yeah, see you in Glasgow. I need a fucking spanking, mate. Look good overall. Get a fucking dinosaurs out. Yeah. And killed a fucking queen. She killed Diana. We don't love her anyway. Stepped out on crud, mud, on the hunt like Elmer Fudd I need funds, I need drugs, I need guns, I need love I need something that I can move, I need something that I can shot I ain't got nothing to prove, I'm not looking to move all hot One way trip to the land of Nod, when you get touched with the hand of God I'm not looking to lose this plot, I'm just looking to move this dot On my ones, no gang, no mob, when I bang, I'm bang on job Get banged up stupid, thinking it's all just music Yeah, yeah, I'm angry a lot, cause England's ending Death still pending, where's that money you spend? Work all week, so work on weekends, still can't pay my rent Times are tough, I've had enough So if I wanna fucking rush you, you'll get rushed Stepped out on source, course I put £10 on that horse Another £10 Arsenal draws I don't even watch this sport But I've got money and I need more Landlords keeping me on all fours Break down two in the queue with my bro And shot work from a Honda Accord According to news, we're all fucked Man, I keep in the tool all tucked No youth clubs, no money, no houses Poor people are shit out of luck Studio flat, 1200 a month Two bedroom, two grand and above Man, them risking hands in cuffs Betrayed by land we love Cause England's ending, death still pending Where's that money you spend? Work all week, so work on weekends, still can't pay my rent Times are tough, I've had enough So if I wanna fucking rush you, you'll get rushed Yeah, yeah, yeah England's ending, they're still pending, where's that money you spent? Work all week, so work on weekends, still can't pay my rent Times are tough, I've had enough So if I wanna fucking rush you, you'll get rushed Yeah, yeah, yeah There you go. In your face. Kind of confrontational stuff from Bob Villain. It's uh, a bit of a rip, but like, um, you don't want um, guns in your face. That's right. Yeah, you know, but they say they I want... I understand the sentiment. They say want... And you don't, you don't want any 10-pound tip on anything I'm going to give you. <laughs> right, right. He put 10-pound on that horse, even though he doesn't follow the sport. Cause he's yeah, got, yeah. You know, I, I thought that was partly... I mean, good. I know where he's coming from. <laughs> I thought you'd like it at least for that line, if nothing else. Oh no, no, no! You know, you know, I'd love to help him out. Um, But yeah, yeah, you know, can't help myself out. Like a a couple black gentlemen making music in London, you know, and and they got stuff like you know what it's what it's like about being a black man in a uh, uh, you know. Dare I say in England? In England, yeah, right wing run, you know, government. So it's very similar to what we're dealing with here. Boris Johnson. It's Boris Johnson. That's right. That's right. Uh, In in the album title, we live here. Boris Monson. Right is is a reference to, you know, in response to, uh, you know, the the lead singer, the songwriter, whatever rapper, however you want to call it, like saying. Having people say to him, "Go home, go to your, you know, go back to where you came," and you know his response is, "We live here, you know, this is where I'm yeah. from." So it's current. Look at your population, you know. Yeah. 
That's right. It's current. So, anyways, I'll take us to seventy-two real quick for two minutes. Gil Scott Heron. We'll play. We, we don't need any. And he needs no introduction. The revolution will not be televised. That's right. This is free will. No knock. And then you can go ahead and we'll just play this one. Okay. This is nineteen seventy-two. Nineteen seventy-two. This is like. What year were you born? Um, a year before that. Yeah. This when he was. This when he was uh, younger than Bunny. <laughs> and this is uh, no not. Um, we want to do a poem for one of our unfavorite people, um, who's now the head of the uh, Nixon campaign. He was formerly the attorney general named John Mitchell. Um, Nixon's campaign seems to be out, you know, getting off on a rather hip foot after his trip to China in the name of peace, uh, while they were killing people right across the street, so to speak, in uh, North and South Vietnam. But um, no knock, the law in particular, was allegedly um, <laughs> legislated for black people rather than, you know, for their destruction. And it means simply that authorities and members of uh, the police force no longer have to knock on your door before entering. They can now knock your door down. So no knock. to me, I must admit, but just for the record, you were talking shit. Long rap about no knock being legislated for the people you've always hated in this hellhole that you, we, call home. No knock, the man will say, to keep that man from beating his wife. No knock, the man will say, to protect people from themselves. No knocking head, rocking, into shocking, shooting, cussing, killing, crying, lying, and being white. No knock. No knocked on my brother Fred Hampton, bullet holes all over the place. No knocked on my brother Michael Harrison, jammed a shotgun against his skull. For my protection, who's gonna protect me from you? The likes of you, the nerve of you, to talk that shit face to face, your tomato face, deadpan, your deadpan, deadening another freedom plan. No knocking, head rocking, into shocking, shooting, cussing, killing, crying, lying, and being white. But if you're wise, no knocker, You'll tell your no-knocking lackeys, ha! No knock on my brother's heads, no knock on my sister's heads, no knock on my brother's heads, no knock on my sister's heads, and double lock your door, because soon someone may be no-knocking, ha, ha, for you. No knock, to be slipped into John Mitchell's suggestion box. Yeah. John Mitchell, convicted criminal. Right, I mean, that's what, 48 years ago? Yeah. How relevant are we, unfortunately? Still yeah, we are. Today. With Barry, yeah, Breonna Taylor. Breonna and Taylor. And this, this is Barry Black. He's a, a Mancunian rapper and and a, one of the most, a 40-year-old woman from Chicago. Amazing jazz artist and, and with David Boykin on the sax. This is an amazing song. 47... Right now, George Floyd would have been celebrating his 47th birthday. This is George Floyd Tonight? by Barry Black. Today, and right? Angel ba- yeah, Angel Bat Dawid. The reason why buildings are burning is because this city, this state, would prefer preserving that white nationalism and that white supremacist mindset over arresting, charging, and helping to convict four officers who killed the black man. I'm a- Black man, I was born into love Black man, so they draw for my blood Send another black man to the Lord up above 
black hands They were born into cuffs Can't take a chance No, I can't be calling their bluff Next thing you know Then I fall in the mud Black tears and they're forming a flood Bottle up some black fear And then call it the hood I'm suffocating like I'm George Floyd They kill me even if I'm running like I'm Armored Aubrey The bullet spraying but it's all noise I feel the evil as they're gunning down my people Calmly, no remorse from the great ones I can't even go to the store like I'm Trayvon Martin Feds killing off my day ones I can't even open my door without hate I'm starving Can't breathe, officer, I can't breathe Can't breathe, officer, I can't breathe Can't breathe, officer, I can't breathe I can't breathe, officer, I can't breathe. I can't breathe, officer, I can't breathe. Can't breathe, officer, I can't breathe. I can't breathe, officer, I can't breathe. I can't breathe, officer, I can't breathe. pushing for a black dream. Black king looking for a black queen Black queens, you should know you're more powerful than everything Without you, black man wouldn't have anything And usually you know anything or anything But right now patience is getting very thin Killer cops in the streets, so menacing I think it's time to taste it, their own medicine I wanna rest easy like Brianna Without a devil trespassing in my home, I'm hurting I'm innocent like Tamir Rice I just wanna sell my music like I'm Alton Sterling No justice, no peace That's the way it's gotta be until the feds start serving I can't breathe like I'm Eric Garner This is murder, this is hatred, I'm certain I can't breathe, no one brother can't breathe I can't breathe, no one brother can't breathe I can't breathe, no one sister can't breathe I can't breathe, no one sister can't breathe I can't breathe, no one brother can't breathe I can't breathe, no one brother can't breathe I can't breathe, no one sister can't breathe I can't breathe, no one sister can't breathe across the country. This is not a good cop versus bad cop situation. This is Ahmaud Arbery being shot down by white men on the streets of Georgia. Breonna Taylor being killed in her home. This is in New York City where we were until freedom. We were just in New York fighting the police officers who in the name of social distancing were damn near killing black young people on our streets. This is a coordinated activity happening across this nation. And so we are in a state of emergency. Black people are dying in a state of emergency. We cannot look at this as an isolated incident. The reason why buildings are burning are not just for our brother George Floyd. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking into a, a seven-year-old iPad, and like, I'm a personal privilege. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Sure. I've yep. done 132 episodes. Yep. of a podcast. Oh, hopefully we'll make it to the end. But like, yeah. uh, at the same time, like, it's crazy. It's crazy shit, you know. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I think about 
the stuff we we talk about the eighties and we talk about like when we were kids and listening to music growing up and first getting into punk rock and first getting into really experiencing a lot of music that like first meant something to us and was powerful to us and spoke to us not just from a musical level but also intellectually and a lot at least for me a lot of it was in the eighties in the era of Reagan in uh, you know punk bands in hardcore bands and even just you know uh, other musicians speaking out about a lot of uh, you know what was going on in England with Thatcher and here in America and I feel like we lost that for a while and now I mean it's unfortunate that it has had to come to some horrible atrocities in order for music to kind of come full circle and start being relevant politically again. But I feel like, Oh no, music's always going to be always going to be activism. I know, but I I feel like uh, maybe I just missed it for a while. Maybe I just got complacent and didn't see it. We all listen to music for different reasons. We all listen to music for enjoyment. And, and like everybody does, and sure. like people, everybody makes music for enjoyment. Yeah, you know, but also, you know, but I mean, at the same time, like you know, things change. Stuff I mean, like, like that, uh, you know. I mean, it's like Gil Scott Heron, that song with Barry Black, Angel Bat, David, um, make you think and make you feel in different ways, right? You know, because like. When I first heard Gil Scott Heron, I was a white kid in my early 20s who hadn't thought about it in terms of the black experience and in terms no, of what Gil, we, Gil we Scott can't Heron do, was going we through. We can't do. Right. We're too privileged. And so, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like the beauty of music is it helps open your mind to different experiences through art that you might not experience otherwise. And... Uh, you know, I mean, and that's that's why I think it's so powerful and important that songs like that are being made still today and celebrating, you know, what people like George Floyd went through and what people like Breonna Taylor had to go through. And oh no, but even people, uh, even thousands of people, we don't know. Of course, of course, and the only reason why we know about them and millions, I'm gonna say millions worldwide. Yeah, you know, right. we're not talking about you know the people in Tibet. We're not, you know, we're not talking about the people in India. We're not talking about the people that could be living like two miles from you or me. Sure, you know, it's great. And like, you know, like uh, there's going to be no matter what happens, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of homeless people. Mm-hmm. Right, there's going to be a lot of homeless people, and we have to we have to think that way. Right, we have to like. We have to do what we can while we're still here to look after our homeless people. And even if it means, like, whatever you do, whatever you do, you know, like, I don't even know where to tell you to go. Whatever extra money you got, I mean, like, you know, that kind of thing. Support the people, right? Yeah, just support the people. Like, even, like, you know, like, either every day brings, every day is rather interesting. Because, like, there, you know, we're in Iowa. And in Oregon, we're in the midst of a pandemic, mm-hmm. and everywhere in between, everybody listen to this, uh, you know, look after the people. Why are you still here? Look after the people that need you. Right, 
Right. So yeah. that so tell me about that song. How did you come across that song? I came across it. I got really heavily into um, uh, Angel Pata Weed. Yeah. Uh, um, this this summer, mm-hmm. and I discovered her. And she's a 40-year-old woman from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And she's a clarinetist. Right. And um, and her saxophone player, David Boykin, brilliant saxophone player, and they're doing Chicago jazz. And so right. I got into that this summer, and I was listening to that. I, was, I love this music. And then, and then, like, they had this release. Yeah. They had that release with, with Barry Black. I, I thought, I imagine, was probably from Chicago, but I think he's from Manchester, as far as I can tell, from my research. So, yeah, so this is, that song, I think, is from a compilation of artists doing um, post-lockdown collaborations. Um, and it's just a four-song, various artists EP on a Manchester label that may not have even been released in anything other than a digital format came out in June of, of this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess that's sort of the, um, upside to everybody being locked in is. Well, one thing about my summer was like 77 days after, after this young man got killed and it's almost like a stage killing. It was bizarre. You know, things have got to change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I mean, like, you know, and, and there's only so much I can do. Right. You know? Right. And there's only so much you can do. Right. You know? But like, well, we got to do something. We got to do something. I think, I think what we can do is we cannot accept that that's just the way things are and we have to speak out. You're damn right. And especially right. as you and I, as white guys who don't really have to worry about the potential of being pulled over and having guns drawn just because oh, fuck. we're I mean, white and driving, you know, I mean, we don't how have, many times have you been, how many times have you been pulled over by the cops? Uh, just a couple times, but I've n- certainly never I had say, I can say in my case, 19 times. Yeah. For me, it's only been I've a couple times. Gun, I've had guns held in my face yeah. after nine 11. Okay. Driving a, driving a cargo van around. Oof. Oof. Right after 9-11. Yeah. Guns in our face. Well. I'm going to tell you, like. You know, I, I mean. They let us go. They let us go. Right. But. I it, mean, we all should have been arrested. Bobby Bay should have been arrested. Andy Dimmick should have been arrested. <laughs> when did he get arrested? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, you, you boys need to go home. That yeah. was in New York City. Right. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Same things happen happen in Chicago. Yeah. Like it's it's like white privilege. Sure. You know? Sure. I mean, you I know, mean, white privilege is not that you have an an advantage and that you start uh, with things that others don't have. It just means that you're not starting in the hole. Yeah, it means so that, that. I mean, in my case, my life story, saying that you're essentially like, at least in my case. And like I'm not gonna tell anybody to like roll the dice, but essentially like go on, go home, like yeah, would right. be like what any of these people <laughs> right, right would have would love to hear. Sure, go on, go home, go on, go home. Yeah, you're done. Right. Go on, go home. Exactly. And like I don't mean to like be like um, any kind of weird person or anything like that. Like 
I've seen I've seen a lot of dangerous situations. Like I would always question my judgment, Mike. Sure. And you see certain situations, and you're just like, we need to like reel it in. You know, yep. like I mean, like you're in that. Sure. I mean, I've had like a public life since the late eighties. Yeah. Um, right. And like sometimes you just got to reel it in, and mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. You gotta, con- you know, it's like I've tour managed, I've been in bands, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, I've been in a lot of precarious situations, and like, I've never been treated poorly, right? But like, I've been given bad tickets, and like, you know, believe me, I've gotten like, you know, treated badly. But there's no doubt about the fact that, right. and I'll be the first to tell you this. I mean, maybe the only person you ever known this, like. Definitely, I've gotten off the hook a lot of times. I probably shouldn't have. Yeah, you know for sure. I I, I absolutely hear you. Uh, yeah, and I'm saying like I've driven like in the case of pavement, Silver Jews as well. Feel of Brasilia are going to play in the show tonight. I've you know, I've driven a half a million miles. Wow. You know, and my, in the case of my overall driving experience, two million miles. Never got a DUI, and like I don't want one. Same time, like, or DWI, whatever the hell you want to call right. it. You know, like, they don't take, you know, they look and it's like, y'all boys need to go home. Right. I don't care where you what I mean, it's like, it's a different situation. And, For like, sure. people need to talk about that. For sure. For sure. And I think that's that. You, you say you don't know what we can do. I think that's what we can do. Let's just not shut up. We, we have to keep talking about it. We have to make people Damn, aware. it's crazy. We like what they're, to, doing, we, what they're doing, they're trapping people. We have man. to not be okay with it, you know? So, and I think I'm with sorry, that, dude. I'm sorry, you know, like, to tell, you know, I mean, like, I, I could write a book about it. Right. Know, but like, but I would never bore anybody with a book, <laughs> right. you know? That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll play some music. We'll, we'll go to the 90s. We were talking earlier the 90s kind of, you know, that's your era, that's my era. That's when we first both kind of became adults. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, adults. <laughs> when, the, when, do you, when do you think you actually became an adult? Oh, uh, maybe last week. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know it's never become an adult. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go, but I'm going to go to 97. I'm going to I'm gonna play Again, a band. Again, I'm looking at, I'm looking at a seven-year-old iPad doing a <laughs> podcast, episode 132 right? of the Three Songs podcast. That's and right. I really, you know, care. It's a, it, everything we do is a non-profit organization. That's right. You know. Not for profit. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. We have, yeah. we have and lost like, money on this endeavor for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a band that I saw quite a few times live. And this is a band kind of close to my heart because um, when this record came out in 1997, um, the guitarist for it was uh, my buddy Nels Klein. Um, he joined just prior to this, this album. Um, I'm talking about the Geraldine Fibbers. The record is called Butch. It was their third release um, That's a famous band. Well, yeah, and this was on um, God. What was the label? Was it A and M? I think um, it was. Uh, so they're one of these bands that like did this thing. Virgin. They were on Virgin. So they got they got signed Virgin. to Virgin. Um, they were an L.A. band, you know. I mean, and I think I wonder what they were thinking. Like, well, you know, I think if you're a band in L.A. 
at least in, especially in the 90s. I've never you know? been a band in L.A. Right. You're a band in, the, in I L.A. I Terry Glazer is. Yeah, you're yeah. a band in L.A. in the 90s, you know, post-Nirvana. L.A. is the height of the music industry. If you're getting any yeah. attention at all, you're out playing live, you've got a, a bit of a following, you've got a bit of a hype going on, you're going to get major label attention and you're going to get signed and that's what I, mean, I think that's what happened with them. They put out um, a couple quite good records. They put out this one, Butch, in '97, and then they they essentially imploded. Um, Nels joined the band just prior to this. He fell in love with and started dating and living with uh, the lead singer Carla Bozilich. They later formed a, a duo called Scarnella. Um, but just a really good overlooked record. Um, that I think maybe may have been a victim of being on a major label. You know, ironically, uh, you'd think that it would have meant better pro- uh, production and better distribution. To me, the record sounds a bit tinny. I don't know. It's it's it could it could. Well, I, what does that mean actually? Well, like, like so, like you, you listen to it and you you'll see. I mean, it, it just okay. It could yeah. it, it could. Use, I know the band. It could like, use a bit of um, remastering, maybe, and just to, just to kind of like, like the 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 um, overall presence of it. It just it just doesn't. It's like Larry Crane. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a producer, so it's hard for me to articulate this sort of stuff. But it easily it's, could be. It's like what is a producer? I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's somebody that knows how to twist the knobs maybe. well enough to get the sound maybe that like, they're looking for, but. Um, to me, yeah, but like you could do that. It doesn't. It like, doesn't have it's a like a lot easier than like breeding a racehorse. I'll, I'll put it this way: This is a band that I saw live a number of times. They were incredibly powerful live. I'm not sure yeah. how well this came they, across. Like the eleven stream day mode. Um, yeah, I mean, especially when Nels was in the band, and you'll hear it. You know, I mean, he, he does this well, kind Nels, of a genius. wild He's solo genius. that that just is is um, not the sort of thing that you were expecting in a major label release in, in the mid-90s. Um, but but this the song that I'm going to play is a song called Trash Man in Furs, and it's a beautiful, beautiful song. It's also a very heartbreaking song. It's the story of Carla flying to visit a friend of hers who is dying in the hospital, and on the way there, they passed away and she didn't make it. Um, and so it's, but Jeez it's, Louise, it's heavy topic. it is a heavy topic, but it's a very, very sweet, poignant, beautiful, like musically light song that deals with like heaviness. And it's just, it's a song that I love. And it's a song that I, um, when I saw them play it live, it just really spoke to me. I don't know how well it comes across Fantastic. on record. I mean, like the wind has died. Yeah, so, so so here you go. I'll play it. The Trash Man and Furs, oh, the Geraldine Fibbers from Butch, 
So much to tell you, I race through the sky. That's very kind. Yeah, I don't. I just love that song, you know, and it's yeah, very pretty. It could, it could, uh, it could do with a remaster and a re-release. Well, yeah. you know, but that's not bother with that. That's what it is. Like it you is. Know, a lot of songs could have that. Right. I just, I, I think they're a band. You know, a, a, a good buddy of mine, Rob Jones, and his Jealous Butcher label reissued their prior record, "Lost Somewhere Between the Earth and um, and My Home." Um, <laughs> that got released uh, a year or two ago on vinyl, um, and you know I think Butch could could redo you know do with with, with a similar treatment. It includes their cover of "Cans You Do Right" as well. Oh wow, how's that? It's good. It's not as long. I mean, you know, how do you do how do you do "Cans You Do Right" twenty minute long song without? doing it 20 minutes long. Um, well, thin, thin white rope could always do that live. That's true. Um, so it, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's worth checking out for sure. And, and they were live. They were amazing. They were, they were the kind of band that, um, you'd always want to go see them live, but on record, it was nice. And it was nice because you remembered what it was like live. If you know what I mean. Oh, I can imagine. So, Never saw them. They were good. Uh, I think I saw them at Satyricon, and um, I think that might have been the first Satyricon. time. Satyricon in the 90s on that tour, and I think that was the first time I met your 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 bandmate, Stephen Malcolmus. Nice guy. <laughs> yeah, nice guy. I think the second time I met him was when I crashed in his basement with you in January. So. Yeah. Anyways, I'll take you to a band that I worked for as their driver and t-shirt guy. I remember leaving Lounge Axe. I'm talking like early 2000s, working for Fila Brasilia. Mm. My main man, Steve Cobby. Yep. David McSherry, who we called Man. And this is off A Touch of Cloth, 1999. The song's called Trivia. Thank you. 
bring us home, Bob. Love you, mate. Love that and groove. Like, normally, like I'm supposed to be like getting on a plane in October and going going to Hull to yeah. see my friends Arch and Jess Malley. Sure. And like it's a tough year, yeah. so we'll figure it all out. We I'll will. get back there. Like we can't we can't go anywhere as Americans. That's right. That's right. Um, we'll get there though. And uh, Felia Brasilia, I just want to mention you've played them before. Epis- yeah, of course. Episode 81, um, you played a song called Throwing Down a Shape back in February 2019. But I love that song. I let you, uh, you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't. I, I don't didn't, care about Double Bubbles. I, I, I didn't tell you, hey, go a different I way care. because I yeah, wanted, I, I wanted you, to, I wanted you to bring a different one. So I, I like that. I appreciate that. Hall is never dull. And thank you for sharing the music. Yeah. Thank you for sharing the love. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed this one. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Till next time, stay well.